0: <laughs> <Give> me- <laughs> oh oh god. oh god, I hope people find this funny Oh shit
1: Oh god oh.
2: Welcome to the
1: Prattlefield So, over my... Over my time Dead of body when I was <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nicely <laughs> done. Uh, over my time of, of, of when I was uh, when I was sans job, uh, I had a lot of time to think, you know, about anything really. But one of the things I started thinking about was because you, know, you go through the wanted ads and you go through Indeed or Monster.com or whatever. Oh, we have Eric here today. Maybe I should ah, hey, Eric's I Eric. Eric. Yeah. I was just going to bring Thanks. him in organically, like just let him start talking and people can figure it out. Right. Thanks I think for we're the back. Point, Well, I think we're getting to the point now where we have the same stable of guests. Right. That people, would, I think people are starting to recognize voices. I would assume I they would do. think so. Hopefully they're not time. getting
3: tired of me. If no, I are, wouldn't think so. Battlefield uh, at, at gmail.com. Gmail, the, the gmail.com. The Prattlefield. Yeah. The Prattlefield. Yeah, let us know. The, the, yeah. 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 Um, and we, then I'll just come back more. If yeah, there. I was going to yeah. say, we're not going to get rid of them. so yeah. you're out of luck.
1: But we can at least tell him that there's people that hate him. He might enjoy that. Right. Um, so, the loud
2: one, as you are commonly referred to as. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wonder why. The loud one. The yeah. loud one. So when I was looking at all these jobs and you search, you scour all the job boards and you look at stuff. And while I'm going through, I'm thinking to myself, boy, I bet that would suck. God, why would anybody want that job? You know, and it would be stuff like, you know, uh, horse testicle pubic hair shaver. And you're like, what the fuck? Who does that job? What's that pay? Right? I never actually saw that, but there's got to be a guy who does it.
3: You would think, yeah. Somebody's got to shave it down for the vet, right?
1: Uh, Especially like racehorses. Right.
3: Yeah. You got to get more aerodynamic. They they hump
1: all the time. Right. Well, that too. But yeah, the (laughs) sexual side of it. Um, (laughs) Justify. He's going to be humping like a fucking, he's going to be a male hooker at this point. (laughs) Justify?
3: No okay. idea what the fuck you're talking about. Won
1: the Triple Crown this year? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Like
3: four, fourth horse in history to do it, or yeah, some crap. Pretty big like deal. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All it right. doesn't matter. I'll, just know this: that he's going to be getting a lot of sex, probably yeah. more than he wants. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, because when you win the Triple Crown, everybody wants that bloodline. So well, like, except gotcha. he doesn't
3: get sex. He ends up banging a well, plastic yeah. bag, right? Right. And, and, right. Yeah. No.
1: But still,
2: okay. Yeah. Well, good for Justify.
1: Yeah. It's like them creating like a machine that you stick your penis into. Well, they have those, I guess.
3: Don't they? <laughs> it's all anyway. <laughs> uh Jackie, I love you.
1: <laughs> uh, gashes, yeah. you know? Yeah. I lot. Um, I'm kidding. I don't actually say that word. I just did, but I normally <laughs> don't, I normally don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started I started thinking about like jobs that like God you couldn't pay me enough to do that job. Then I started thinking about jobs that I've had where I was like, huh. That job <laughs> sucked too.
0: Oh yeah. And
1: I yeah. don't have and I thought maybe we could talk about that. Actually I didn't. I was thinking about it. And then Eric came to us and Eric's like, Hey, how's this for an idea? We should do a show about shitty jobs we've had. And I was like, oh, man, that's a good show idea. It was just my employee getting back on the show. It was actually Eric's idea, huh?
2: It was Eric's idea, but I was the one who told you that I think it was a good idea to do the show.
1: (laughs) Oh, sorry. So it was Eric's idea. It went through Chad. Chad's like, yeah, that's cool.
2: Quit quit
1: revising history, man. Sorry. (laughs) I was trying to give Eric credit that he shouldn't get.
2: I'm well, gonna give you all the credit, Eric, JB. Didn't come up with you're the, show. the brains. No, the Eric operation. did come up with the show, but he, he, he ran idea. He gave it to you. Yeah. He ran it up the pole, I, I it the pole, and I I grabbed it off the pole, and I did something else where this metaphor just died. <laughs> and now <laughs> we <laughs> are, loading fruit. <are laughs> <through.
1: laughs> did you shove that
3: pole up JB's ass?
2: Uh, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Yeah. In second in line, that, you always yeah. have the
1: same view. Uh, uh, well, let's just keep on corporate metaphors. Yeah. Um, get it because you're always looking at the ass of. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Synergy. So yeah eric's show idea but yeah so but it but it struck me while i was looking for jobs like and then this came up and i was like oh that's it's perfect um so why don't we, so that it's a good show idea so I, i'm glad you brought it to to the to the to the forum here. well then you're welcome to the mm. to the table the round the table. table of the square joy. table the rectangular, rectangular table of joy yeah.
2: yeah i guess it's more of a rectangle than a
3: square isn't it yeah. my four-year-old could tell you that yeah definitely a yeah. rectangle four-year-old smart He is, yeah. Not not. me. He didn't get it from me. Oh, he did not. (laughs) He got his good looks from you. You probably
2: think this is a fucking rhombus. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, rhombus.
3: (laughs) If I could make the
1: cricket noise, I would, because I don't know what a rhombus is. (laughs) It's a parallelogram. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. It's more more of a dodecahedron. (laughs) (laughs) Much more clear. So why don't we do that? Why don't we get into that? Why don't we get into this a little bit? See where it goes. Do that shit. Uh, Chad, why don't you start? Because I'm staring at you already.
2: Okay. Um, Why don't you tell us about a job you had that just sucked? The shitty job I had was pulling
3: weeds. <coughs> pulling weeds? Pulling weeds. That was a job. That was a Not job. Not just something your parents made you do.
2: No. I mean, like, weeds out in the middle of a fucking farmer's field. Oh, oh yeah. God. That looks like Yeah. So they that grabbed a awful. bunch of us. I think this was between my sophomore and junior year, and then between my junior senior year. Or maybe it was one year after that. You did it for two years? Did it for, like, three years, actually. Oh,
1: Whoa. my God. No.
2: Yeah, just two years. Was the
3: pay at least good?
2: Well, for me, it was. Yeah? Five bucks an hour. Whoa. Yeah, you were rolling. But this adult. was 1992 or whatever And the you're fuck. still living off and your parents' still, time. Yeah, right. I didn't yeah. have a mortgage or credit card debt or anything, so that was just totally pocket money. But yeah, they loaded a bunch of us into fucking pickup trucks, so a bunch of high school kids, and we go out to the middle of nowhere, these fucking farmer's fields, and they stick you at the, the header, is what they call it. You know, the, the headers. Nope, I don't know. The, well, the rows of, like, beans. So okay. We bean fields. We okay. actually, I had to hoe sunflowers once, where if they have, like, two sunflowers that are growing too close together, you have to hoe one of them out. Okay. So if they don't both die. Okay. Then you had to hoe the weeds out. Okay. So I did hoeing sunflowers once, but then most of the time it was just pulling weeds out of bean fields.
3: Was that your only experience with hoes? or
2: that's my only I experience
3: got with hoes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so, I don't get the joke.
1: Yeah, it's a rap song. They,
3: some people call prostitutes hoes. <laughs> Oh, that's what that Jokes is. Jokes are always funnier when you have to explain
0: oh. them. I don't
1: know if you know that. It cool. really is a rap song. The one I was referencing. It is yeah. That's neat. Hmm. And so, yeah, they dumped, us,
2: area. they dumped us out in the middle of this fucking field. Eric, you know that song? <laughs>
1: yeah. That's sure. a stupid ass song. You never heard
2: it. No, you're right. Yeah. Good. But, okay, so you're standing there. You lay it
1: out for us, brother. So, you guys well, okay. get to the soybean so field like, and they put you at the front of a row and they're like, start walking, sucker. Pretty much. Oh, so, God. I mean,
2: you've got, you stare straight ahead and you just, <laughs> you're right in between. Oh. Two rows of fucking beans that just go on for fucking ever, right? And this is, we're talking like 50, 100-acre fields.
1: You win the shittiest job on the show. I don't think Eric and I can even beat them already.
2: You stare ahead and you're like, fuck me. And you start walking and you're looking to your left and you're looking to your right. And you're like, okay, beans, beans, beans. Oh, what's this? This is a thistle. You've got fucking big-ass thistles growing out of there. So you've got to reach around and try to not puncture your fucking skin with all these goddamn thistle bushes. You're trying to yank these out of well, the But you're literally ground. pulling
3: them out. You're not hoeing these? No. these You are just hoe the sunflowers.
2: Right. Because if you hoe, you can kill the beans. Oh. So we are literally pulling Could beans. you wear gloves? Yes. Oh. Wear gloves. But these thistle patches, those things sucked. Yeah, I bet. And then you're walking and you'll see, uh, God, what were they? They were these huge fucking weeds. And sometimes the stems on these fuckers were like a good two, three inches. They're like little trees. Wow. And there were, there were some of these things that were so fucking bad that you needed, like, two or three guys to pull these fuckers out of the ground.
3: Wow. And, and you couldn't, like, walking. take a shovel and dig around them or anything? No.
2: No shovel. Just your, your bare-gloved hands, right? So you walk, and you walk, and you walk. And it's like, oh, shit, this is oh, great. I got this row awful, done.
1: dude. I can't.
2: Time to turn and go to the next row. And no, I would no. imagine by the time you're done with
3: the field, it's time to go back to the other end and start over, eh? No, but oh. then it's
2: time to go to the next field. I suppose, and when, we would spend, you know, we would spend two, three days on one field. Jesus, yeah,
3: yeah, you win, yeah. Well, that's that awful. <laughs> that's <laughs> awful, <laughs> that sucked ass. But I bet you were in pretty good shape by the end of the summer.
2: Well, I was already in good shape because I was in high school. Ah, yeah, that was back when I was an athlete. Right I bet now, you were even in ooh. better shape. Maybe, yeah, yeah. or at least but tan. I got a lot of sun.
3: Yeah, tan, and yeah. I don't know, getting cancer. <laughs> uh, whatever. That's
2: actually where I picked up my smoking habit
3: was pulling weeds. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, probably cool the weeks. only way you get a, <laughs> probably the only way you get a break is if you stand around and have a cigarette for five minutes. No, we
2: did it while we were pulling.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough, when I smoked, that's what it was all about for me too. Was just uh, my coworkers smoked, and the only way you got a break was if you went outside and had a cigarette because the boss smoked, so he allowed yeah. it. If you didn't, then you better goddamn be working. So,
0: yeah.
3: anyway, man. Yeah. No,
2: it was shitty, but I mean, there was some camaraderie there. We had uh, one kid that we like to pick on a lot. He had a really big mouth and he was always giving us shit. And we came across this thistle patch and we we're like, fuck this kid. About four or five of us grabbed him, picked him up, threw him in the <laughs> <thistle patch. laughs>
1: You were a bully. That's a I was move. a little bit. Yeah.
2: He laughed, though. He thought oh, it was kind of funny. He had hurt yeah. like a sex emotion. He's like, yeah. oh,
1: God, you fuckers. <laughs> God, that would uh, suck.
3: Oh, man. And where is he now? Um, I don't know what he's doing now. You don't Facebook him? Be like, remember I, that time I threw you in thistles? God, I wonder if. I
2: don't know if he's a Facebook friend. I should probably look at that.
3: Huh? Yeah. Yeah, you really he should. It was Cody? Maybe you should apologize. Maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah. Hmm. Cody, if you're listening, I can see it on Chad's face. He's very sorry. I am very Take sorry. Him li- <laughs> big, Take him off your list. Take him off your list. You know what I mean? grin. Yeah. yeah, no yeah. shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the only one. That, like I said, there were four or five yeah.
2: of us that threw him into that thistle yeah. patch. You,
1: uh, so, did you guys get lunch
2: breaks? We did get a lunch break.
1: So what did yeah. you do for that? You have to walk back to the beginning of the road to get on the yeah. truck again. You have
2: to walk all the way back to where the truck oh. is, grab the fucking sandwich out of your cooler. Have to remember where you left off, and then you know spend maybe walk half an back hour out to the fucking spot where you were again. Sandwich and a can of Mountain Dew or whatever, and then fucking back to it.
3: Can we assume that this is still going on? Like this farmer must still be just hiring high school kids to.
2: Either, yeah, probably. Wow, yeah, I hope he that's he a more suck now. job, man. Yeah, well, and I so and it was our it was actually our uh, track coach who who run the who ran the crew for the first year. Two Your years. track
3: coach let you get away with smoking?
2: No, no, no. No, no. no, no. <laughs> this was so what he would do is he would bring us out there and he'd drop us off.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you and didn't then, have a supervisor out there then.
2: No. Well, for, actually the first summer, the first summer we did, he was with us the whole time and then like the next summer I think is when he dropped us off. I think he did do this three years in a row. And then the third summer he didn't do it. But he let uh, you remember Damon. Oh yeah. So he let Damon and I run a crew. Um, so basically, he set up the job with the farmers, and Damon and I would grab our buddies, and we would go out there and do. We would run the crew and, and pull the weeds. So that's when I picked up the smoking habit. Is wow, one you're a real product. good friend, and,
3: bringing your buddies into that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and it was it was money. Right. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Shit, it yeah.
2: Beat uh, beat not making money. I guess. I mean, yeah. but yes, it it
3: fucking sucked. It was not a fun oh, job. Oh God, yeah.
1: I fucking that—that would be awful. Oh. I thought it was.
3: Boring. I spent the summer uh, running barbed wire fence for a oh. farmer oh. around uh, <clears throat> my hometown, and same thing—five bucks an hour, and yeah. you get a can of Mountain Dew and a bologna sandwich for lunch. And, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no
2: cheese. I, I got cheese. No, on we had mine. cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, That's uh, good.
3: his wife always put mustard and horseradish on him, though. The mustard's oh. okay, but a horseradish I love on mustard. bologna and, and cheese—horseradish Horse horseradish is bad. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, so you're what, hungry, so so you ate them. So, Give
1: us the. So, are you done with your. Was I that I think your, so.
2: Unless you had any more questions about pulling weeds. I mean, <laughs> really,
1: I mean I've done it, but <laughs> I, I did it for free. There like was training sucker. involved. Yeah. I and mean, let me
2: tell you, we had to watch a lot of orientation videos. Oh, I bet. Out and Safety
1: weeds, vests and you know, helmets right? and the whole thing. Right. right. Yeah. yeah the approved. HR department was out yeah. there making oh, sure they were, you were up our ass. Yeah. So, let's get into the barbed wire. I've never heard of that. I didn't know that was a job.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, what it is, you have the lucky guy gets to be the guy in the pickup. Okay. And um, he just has a spool of barbed wire in the back. And Uh if you're the unlucky guy like I am, you're kind of in back monitoring the spool as you're rolling it out and um, making sure it doesn't come off the bar that it's on. Okay. And every once in a while, it'll kick back and you end up getting some pretty nice scars from barbed wire cutting you. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. um, you have your fence posts and you have this uh, post pounder that... I don't know how much it weighs. In my mind, by the end of the day, it weighed about right. six hundred pounds. Oh, I but believe that. it was yeah. probably thirty pounds or so something. Was it like, that.
2: like a big ass hammer or something? No,
3: yeah, it's like um it looks like a jackhammer. So it fits over the fence post. Yeah. Okay. And then you just go up and down. Like imagine a shake weight yeah. but 30 pounds. So it's like jerking off a fence post. Right, yeah. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's got like a so hands. the
1: you stick it slides over the fence post and the top is capped off. Right. Yeah. So when you gotcha. bang it down, that's how okay. it Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And so you you bang it down. You know, and it's a shitlock. However work. far yeah, yeah. And it's it's hard work. Yeah, it is. And then you um, put the barbed wire up to it, you take a clip, put it over the, the barbed wire, and then you move on to the next fence post. And <sighs> it's that every day, you know, six, eight hours a day for an entire summer. Did
2: you ever get to be the guy in the pickup?
3: No. No. Well, how no, that, the fuck
2: does that work?
3: Um, he owned the he owned the farm oh i see <laughs> well, you get to be a guy could, if you own okay. it yeah. he couldn't walk real well it was kind of funny because um uh, he never got out of the pickup ever so um he just he sat there, there for well to eat lunch maybe oh, take okay. a leak okay. yeah gotcha. but he oh my god that guy chain smoked unfiltered camels oh, oh. All day long. I can't imagine he's still with us. <laughs> Man. Well, I guess yeah.
1: what else do you have to do? Because he's not driving fast. No.
3: And and you're not driving long either. So it's, you run a string from one end of uh, where you start fencing to the other end. Yeah. Um. You come back. You do that a second time, maybe yeah. a couple hours later, once the guys have yeah. got all the first row up. Yeah. And then you do it a third time. And so he's maybe working, working, yeah. uh for. 20 minutes out of his day yeah <laughs> man yeah Jesus. and so it was me and um travis wittenborn if you're out there uh i still appreciate you man and you kept me laughing that entire time that's the only thing that made the job worth it was the guy i worked with was hilarious so I there mean, were two of you it wasn't yeah there's just, just you doing oh, right okay. yeah um <clears throat> but yeah so it was it was fun how'd you get that job Can you just it? word of mouth um yeah it was um my dad worked at a hospital the guy that um Own the ranch was one of the doctor's dads, okay, and so he asked my dad if you know I'd want to come out and do it. And I mean, I was certainly by the end of that summer, boy, I was in shape. I bet. I mean, swinging that pulse pounder all day, yeah, really does a number on you. Yeah. (laughs) So how old were you?
2: (sighs) Sophomore in high school. Okay, so about the same age I was when I was out in the middle. So when you're out pounding fucking fence posts i was out pulling fucking weeds yeah yeah exactly yeah i actually know you're older than i am so i would have been doing something else
3: probably playing the legos yeah or atari (laughs) (laughs) that's how old we are guys we had atari Had atari yeah uh how about you jb
1: boy i'm this isn't gonna be my show man i i don't have any jobs that compare to either of those no. I've never done a real that's a those are shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything that, that <laughs> competes with though I mean I've got some jobs that sucked, but they weren't like that uh i i would i would venture to say the worst job I've ever had was uh uh when my uh and it it wasn't really technically a job it was more of my dad. Said he would do it for a guy, and then my dad made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, sort of but he paid me, like, a dollar an hour. So I guess technically I was being paid, so we'll call sure. it a job. A Thanks, dollar dad. an hour? Well, so when we lived in Ohio, when I was in, I was probably in, I don't know, seventh, sixth, seventh grade, probably sixth grade. And I don't know how he got involved in it, but he took on... Uh, so my mom worked for uh, uh, at a hair salon as an accountant. She was an accountant for this guy that owned this hair salon. And this guy, and I don't remember... Uh, a lot of details because i was i was young but I, I he had a lot of money uh and he had a house cut kind of out in a nice suburb and he had kind of a big palatial um not palatial but he had a big piece of land and, and you know a decent a decent house on it and he had this like brick walkway that went from a walkway from walkway. like the front of the house like down down the back because the backyard was kind of a slight incline and i don't remember if there was like a river down there or just like a piece of woods an incline then or a decline a decline. I'm sorry. Sorry. So and it and it went down. You played me. That's nice. You did yeah. my job. So That's it went great. down all, all the way down his backyard, and it was just it was That's literally. That's what
2: she said. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wait, what? Huh? Nothing. Down his backyard. Yeah, no. she went down. <laughs> he went down the backyard. Is that yeah. like a rusty trombone? Oh. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah. Anyway, so it went down the backyard. Uh, yeah,
1: so down this slight decline. Uh, <laughs> thank you, you <laughs> asshole. Uh, <laughs> from house down to like the woods or the lake or whatever the fuck was down there. And it was just bricks. It was like five bricks wide, like the yellow brick road, but it wasn't yellow. Okay. And it just ran all the way down. And the bricks were all kind of crumbly and kind of half fallen apart. So I don't know why, but my dad, as in an effort to make some side money, told this guy that we would take care of, that he would take care of getting all those bricks out of there, like removing all that brick. Uh, and then that job got passed on to me somehow. Yeah. So my dad would take me out there at like, you know, eight in the morning. And this guy who owned the house, who owned the salons, wouldn't be there. He wouldn't be home. And my dad would drop me off in this yard to do this. And my dad would leave. <laughs> he, would go, he would go do whatever else he's How going to do. How old were you? This was like sixth, seventh grade. Wow. Probably seventh grade. Yeah. Damn. So whatever age that is. So, and this isn't my hometown, mind you. We're driving to a town that I didn't live in to go do this. Yeah. So it's not like I could go over to my buddy's house halfway in or whatever. And they didn't have cell phones in those days, so I don't know if my dad realizes this, but... Wouldn't have been hard to kidnap me because I'm in the fucking middle of, you know, I'm in a neighborhood, but I don't know anybody. Nobody knows who I am. I'm just some strange kid. It's a good thing nobody wanted you. (laughs)
0: No shit. (laughs) Fat kids are
1: hard to kidnap, right? That's the bit, right? It's easier to grab a skinny kid. Though if you got candy. Yeah, right. I was going to say. Don't try to get me with a puppy because I'll laugh you off. But But, yeah, give me a candy bar. Give me Mr. Goodbar. You got a bear claw in that bag, mister. I might jump in. (laughs) I got popsicles in the basement. So he dumped me off and he would go do whatever he's going to do. And I was there all day by myself
3: just pulling bricks out of the ground
1: yeah and i had a hammer it was me and a hammer (laughs) and
3: uh (laughs) you that's that's for some reason that makes it funnier that's
1: that's (laughs) that's what what i did (laughs) hammer and i remember i remember doing it i remember and you know i i you would pick up like two bricks carry them to the front of the yard throw them in a pile didn't you get a wheelbarrow or anything no 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 dude i'm moving that shit by my hand i bet your back hurt well i was young and sprightly, right? Like I wasn't no. at the age I am now, but, yeah. but no, yeah, I mean, it, it, sucked. It, well, it's not any different than your guys. No, chops. I think, yeah, I think I mean, that's right in line. You said ideas. you didn't have anything like that. that's right in line. How long it. did
2: it take you to do that?
1: I don't remember how long I was there for, it wasn't a whole summer. So don't, I don't want you guys to think that I did this for a whole summer. It was, it, it was a matter of like two weeks. I mean, it wasn't like a, you know, real long-term thing, but when you're, you know, but it's a brick walkway from the front of the property all the way to the back when you're one kid and you can only carry two bricks at a time, it takes a little while to yeah. pick it up, fucking bring it back.
2: So you yeah, and then and you were out there at like eight in the morning.
1: Yeah, so he'd drop yeah. me off in the morning and then he'd come back and pick me up like you know late afternoon, and that's what I did. And this mm-hmm. guy would leave like the back door of his house unlocked, so if I had to go to the bathroom, I would go into this stranger's house, <laughs> who I didn't know, and use his bathroom, and he wasn't home.
3: This brings me back to the shit show. Was it was there? very weird. <laughs> no,
1: and here's what's weird. Because I was young and I was I was kind of getting into that stage where you want to jerk off all the time, right? Like I'm getting to that age. And I remember this because this guy, he was, he was an older fella. He was, I I don't know for sure, but I seem to remember him being like mid to late 50s. Okay. Uh, but it, but he, he had some money. I remember him having money. So he had, a, he had a really nice house, but I would go, but it was very odd being a kid and walking into this guy's house and you don't know the guy and he's not home. But like I don't know him. So you always you feel like you're breaking into his house, right? But I was allowed to be in there just to use the bathroom. Right. That would be weird. It you was went through through very his fridge, weird, didn't it? It was very weird. So I went in I would go in through like the basement door, or the back door of the house and go in to use the bathroom. And I'm going to be honest, I did some exploring in there a little bit. Oh, yeah, like I, have I did to. a little bit of looking. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cuz I never I I'd never lived in a house that looked like that. Sure. Cuz he had like, you know, he had like the I remember he had he had um, uh, naked women on the wall. Ooh. But it was like artful, oh, right? It so wasn't it was like, art, like not real it wasn't like Maxim posters. No. Okay. It was like, it <laughs> was didn't like have Maxim back then. Well, no, so. I know a playboy, whatever okay, it was. It was that, that kind of thing. Then, yeah. 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 So it wasn't like cheap, shitty posters. It was like art, right? Quote right. unquote or whatever. But there's like naked chicks. And at that age, I'm like,
0: oh man.
1: Alrighty. Yeah. So I would, I were, and I remember this, I would use the bathroom and after, so the first day,
2: use the bathroom.
1: So the first day, well, not for that, oh, okay. but I remember the first day I was there, I literally was like, I went to the bathroom once. I was like, I, I went in there and I'm like, Ooh, like just not feel comfortable. It wasn't, it didn't feel right. You kind of had this feeling like you were going to find a body in there. Cause like, I don't know the guy, I don't know what he's got in his house. Right. But here I'm being told to go in there and use the bathroom if I need to. Right. Ooh. So the first day I remember, I only went in once to use the bathroom, and I was in and out. I didn't want to be in that house. And the second day, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go in and have, maybe I'll go in and use the bathroom three times, right? <laughs> One because picking up bricks sucked. Right. So I, yeah. That was breaks. Really, that's what that was my breaks. Yeah. And then I remember, as the days went on, I got a little more brave. By the end of that time of me working there, <laughs> I i would going to use the bathroom and I'd be like, oh, what's in here? <laughs> I started opening doors. I'm like, oh, it's just a bedroom closed door. Like, I started going through his house.
3: God, if Netflix would have been a thing back then, you'd have been yeah. on his couch, Diet Coke in one hand. It, yeah, no <laughs> shit. it was
1: weird because it, it, uh, I didn't find any bodies, but it was weird. And here's the thing is I wish, I wish at that age I would have known what I know now, not to go back to the song again, just because I guarantee he had some weird shit in that house yeah but I was probably too young to realize what it was right I guarantee he had some stuff in there that I'd have been like what the fuck but when you're that age, you're just like, I don't know what that is. And just close the door.
3: Okay. Just this, because this is me. Yeah. Lead us back to the jerking off part of this. I never did that. In oh, his okay. no, no.
1: But no, the, the reason I brought that up oh. is because he had these giant portraits of like naked women on and the it.
2: Ground. Got y'all horned up. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Cause I was, and I, I never seen a naked girl before. You know, I mean, at, you know, in movies you see little bits here and there, but right, sure. to see a, like a portrait on the wall and I'm like, holy shit, but I he was a single like older guy with lots up. of money. So, yeah. I mean, he probably, mm. that's the life he lived, but yeah. Um, yeah, so it wasn't all summer, and it, you know, whatever, but... The Hugh Hefner of Cleveland, Ohio, <laughs> apparently. <Yeah. laughs> and the reason it was such a shitty job was...
3: Tonight, one,
1: was the kind of work you're doing, you know, obviously. But then, two, what made it worse was just the just the setting of it. Like, yeah. creepy, kind of weird, rich guy's house that you don't know, and you're supposed to be in there, like, just going to the bathroom, and then... No, like this a, is absolutely the beginning of a horror movie. It, no shit is. Yeah, yeah you no, going no to use question. the bathroom, yeah. and
3: somebody jumps out of the shower. And it seems
1: weird, because... And my dad doesn't listen to the show, and that's probably good, because I'm probably about to rip him. But it, it, as a father now, I can't ever envision myself dropping off my sixth grader at some stranger's, stranger's house. house. Yeah. Well, yeah, not a stranger. My back. dad knew him, kind of. Um, he owned the salon that my mother worked as an accountant for so they kind of knew each other yeah but i just couldn't imagine dropping off my sixth grader at some house in the middle of some neighborhood that i don't know anyone without a cell phone right and being like here go do this i'll be back in seven hours for you yeah Yeah. are you fucking crazy no i i couldn't do it nowadays especially you know nowadays it's it's different different now than it was then but still even then yeah that's not a great parenting job in my opinion yeah (laughs) 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 i totally get my were made i totally get my dad making me do all the work because that's what kids are for they're little servants right right? so I get it if he wants to come out there and sit in his lounger and watch me do all the brick laying or brick picking up that would have been more acceptable because that's what dads do but to just fucking leave me there yeah I couldn't imagine the look on his face when he come back at 4 p.m. and I'm just gone. There's a hammer laying there. Right. Oh with shit! On it. That what do <laughs> I do? Yeah, what happened? Or he comes back and he wanders into the house and I'm in there shaking the bacon, <laughs> yeah. <with> the
3: <laughs> shaking hands with the bishop. Yeah.
1: So that's probably the shittiest thing I've ever gotten paid to do. Well, wow. what's
2: even worse is you got paid a dollar an hour to do it. Yeah, yeah. it was. And that's I how much do you think your dad was? I don't, was making I don't off know. Of
1: this. I, so don't quote me on the dollar an hour. But mm. it wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't money for like, because I was in sixth grade. Right. So he could get away with that to pay. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I was.
3: How much do you think your dad was making off of this? I don't
1: know what he got for it. He's
3: probably getting 20 bucks an hour. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. you a
1: buck. Um, I don't know if the guy just said, I don't know if they came up with just a set price for the job. Like, I'll give you, you know, 500 bucks just to get all those bricks out of here. Yeah. I don't know what my dad got for the deal, but I can guarantee you my dad made the money on the deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My dollar an hour, you can blow that in about fucking five minutes at Target. Right. Yeah. Anyway. anyway,
3: Target for all your shopping needs. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the worst thing I've ever gotten paid to do. I think the worst thing I've ever gotten paid to do, and it's, it's it wasn't sound, the barbed wire. No, because I had somebody I could talk to, and we had oh, fun, okay. and we you okay. know goofed around. But I uh, hands down, worst thing I've ever done.
1: <laughs> Done for money? Yeah. Are we gonna give it to those yeah, stories?
3: Right.
1: <laughs> I, I mean aside from, okay. hey, twenty bucks is twenty bucks, man. <laughs> I've got a recent example from a truck stop if we wanna right. get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I was a um not a telemarketer, but a telesurveyor okay. for um almost six hours once. <laughs> mm. I literally left uh i i made it through my morning break i made it through my lunch break and when the afternoon break came i just left but so you literally sit there in a cubicle with your little headset on you call people and you say hi mr blah 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 can i do you have a few minutes to answer a survey oh no i really don't or fuck you what the fuck are you doing calling my fucking phone or go to hell and then you finally get the little old lady that's like i i i just i are you my grandson (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure you want to answer some questions grandma (laughs) 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 and you know it was stuff that they had bought so it's like um you know say you go buy a vacuum cleaner at target i'm the guy who calls you and is like so does your vacuum cleaner suck you know Um, and you have these list of questions you have to go through and you can't vary and you have this conversation at the top of the page that you have to go through you can't vary from that yeah and um it just it sucked yeah it sucked and i felt so bad because i hate these people i'm the guy that they call and is like take me off right you know i I don't get mean with them but if they Keep trying to persist. I'm. I'm usually like, listen. I've said no three times now. Fuck right, off. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So well, I just hang
2: up on them.
1: Yeah. Well, it's rude. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No, that was way be better job. to tell them to fuck off. So right? basically, so you weren't telemarketing technically, but no. it was like it was just like it. You're yeah. called cold calling. Yeah. I was cold any calling kind of people. cold calling would suck. I yeah. Think
3: oh hands down the worst i've had and you can't talk to the person next to you right like even on breaks they would stagger the breaks so that you're alone either outside having a cigarette or in the break room they don't want you talking to anybody else the whole day yeah Yeah. assume
2: that was minimum wage right
3: oh yeah (laughs) the funniest part about it though i I, like i said i left mid-shift and uh they called me like two weeks later and asked me if I was coming back. <laughs> I
1: was like, oh, uh,
3: no, mm. you'd still let you me You guys come didn't back?
1: fire me? <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I guess I can't even say that uh, I got paid for it because I don't know that I ever even got a paycheck. Like, yeah. they might have called me to tell me I had a paycheck, and I was like, not answering that. Right, right. Yeah. So,
2: when did you do that?
3: Oh, man shortly before i moved to minnesota like really yeah so it was after paramedic school no during paramedic school i oh, was looking to make a little okay. extra cash and um the hours were right because it was like evening so it was after school
2: oh yeah i suppose because you have to call people when they're home yeah back from work whatnot right Yeah. so
3: yeah it sucked it sucked <laughs> six hours huh yeah yeah And you're there at 11 o'clock at night, and, of course, you're calling different time zones so that you're not calling them at 11 o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. Ass. Hands down, the worst. I felt so dirty after doing that for six hours.
2: I had close to a telemarketing job once, but I got laid off before I actually got out of training. (laughs) It was the same sort of thing. I think I was there for two days, you know, and we were were, uh, sitting. This was actually telemarketing. And we were, you know, getting trained in by whoever was a trained-in telemarketer. You are just sitting over their shoulder and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to have to do this. This sucks so bad. Yeah. And we got pulled into an office, like, midway through day two. And they're like, hey, sorry, there's been cutbacks. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we're going to have to let you guys go. And I was skipping to my car. Yeah, <laughs> so right, like, yeah. Fuck yes. Thank yeah. God, I don't want to do this. That is
3: good news. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, are we back around to JB again? Or yeah, no. I can
1: I can throw it another one. It's or you got another one for well, us, Chad? Do you have, I have one?
2: One that's much shittier than that. But we can go back to we can come back to me. That's fine.
1: You can go to your next turn. Yeah, uh, the, yeah I'm gonna be honest. That was the worst job I've ever had. So it doesn't for me. It doesn't get any worse than that. Uh, second for me would probably be so. A few years ago, I worked part time at a grocery store. Oh, God. Uh, God. (laughs) Here we go. That would be a little side scratch. You know what I mean? I was like, well, I'm not. And this was before I had a kid. So this would have been more than a few years ago, I guess. You wear the apron
3: and the whole works? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did that in high school. I don't consider that a shitty job, but I was in high school. Well,
1: I did it in high school as well. But when I did it in high school, it was literally just stocking shelves and pushing carts from the parking lot. Like there was nothing else involved. This job was the same thing except for I specialized in dairy. Oh. I got hired as the dairy guy. Yeah. Um so you yeah, you come in, you put your radio on, and like Chad says, you turn it up to fucking twenty-five. Fucking drunk. Make sure it blasts nuts. everybody. Right. Uh, God, I
3: hate that. So here was Wait, the, the. You fir- needed a radio to be a dairy guy? Well,
1: you do because other departments could call you and be like do we have Greek yogurt with fucking craisins in it? And I'd have to be like, hold on, I'll go look. And you have to go look, and then call them out. It was that kind of thing. Okay,
3: I just uh, thought it was like,
1: we need chocolate milk, stat. Oh, well, uh, that would come too. Oh, like the grocery, the the person, the cashier manager up front. If somebody needed something from dairy, like, oh, I dropped my eggs. She'd get on the radio and be like, dairy, we need a dozen eggs at. Hmm. check out line whatever and you have to go get it and bring it up whatever nice and the other thing they did with that radio and here's why i i fucking here's one of the reasons i left that job is when the lines got too long up front they would call you to come and check people out sure now when i took this gig as a part-time gig i literally if i'm going to take a part-time job it needs to be as mindless as possible yeah don't make me talk to anybody right literally just let me stock shelves that's all I want to do. Yeah, and this gig was stocking the yogurt or the yolk. Well, yeah, yogurt, the dairy areas, but the well, the unfortunate not the, the, derrieres, the derrieres. <laughs> dairy areas, the dairy areas, dairy areas. The unfortunate end of it was you, you would also dairy your and you, chair, you chair. You'd <laughs> have to, you'd also have to go up front and check out when they need help. Right. That's that's what ultimately made me get out of it. I was just I fuck I'm done because you would be in back doing your thing, and what it would happen is the people who were absolutely horrible at dealing with customers or who fucking couldn't manage to run the cash register, they would never call them up front to help. So they never got interrupted or bothered. But if you were a halfway intelligent human being, and you didn't say fuck off to the customers, yeah. they would call you first because yeah. they know that you could do it proficiently. Yeah. I got called all the fucking time to go up front. Maybe you should have told one of the customers
3: well, to fuck off. Well, no, yeah. no, no shit. No I shit. wish I had
1: the nerve to do it. Right. But that's the price you pay for being adequate, I guess, is you get <laughs> stuck with doing the job. Doing
3: the shit job. The price you pay for being adequate. Yeah. I so, think that should be the title of something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> we need a show the for book. that. You should write a book. Yeah. That would be a great name for a book. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: price I pay for being at
1: Um it. <laughs> And it just sucked because you'd be, one, I hated checking people out because I'm not, again, part-time job. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do any math. I don't want to do any coupons. Well, oh, you, And you just, hate small talk. Yeah, just give me a fucking cart of shit and tell me to put it on a shelf. That's all I want to do. So whenever I had to go up front and do it, I was always annoyed and fucking bothered and fucking angry. And inevitably, it would always be when you're right in the middle of something. So sure. I'd be putting you know a stocking yogurt on a shelf and I'd have like five cartons, five cases of yogurt I gotta put on the shelf. It's sitting on the middle of the aisle. I've got my cardboard all over the place. I got yogurt half on the shelf, half not. Trying to figure it out. I'm figuring out what's out of date and what's not. Right in the middle of all that, they'd call, "Dairy, we need you up front for checking, please." Fuck. <laughs> because you can't leave it. You can't leave it looking like shit when you're not there, because customers right. are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So I'd have to take all my get all my shit put together, put it all back on the cart, put the cart back in the back room, back in the cooler. Go up front, do the checking out, and when you go help out, you don't check out for a whole shift. You're just up there for the emergency, for the rush. Right. Right. So I'd go up there and check yeah. out like four people, and they'd be like, "Okay, you know, we're all done. We can go back." <laughs> Fuck. Go <laughs> back, get the thing out of the cooler, go back to the yogurt, break everything back out again. Pain in the ass. But so that was.
3: Ass. Did you at least get to have the expired ice cream?
1: No. Oh, that's bullshit. We sent bullshit it all back. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Ooh. Strange thing about I don't know if you guys know this, or the grocery store I worked at. That's how they did, it, and that was a chain. It's a chain grocery store, so I, I mean, I assume this is how they all do it but expired product it would stay in the cooler we wouldn't throw it away it would go the the vendors when they would come to do deliveries they would like mark down how much expired stuff you have and we would get refunds on on that oh like half like partial credit back on that stuff which i never really? knew i always assumed if it was expired it just got thrown away
2: right i just thought they put it up in front
1: <laughs> well yeah well yeah right, <laughs> right yeah this is expired no, We got to put this We in front had like a, the we had like a big cart in the back in the cooler in the milk cooler uh, against the back wall and anything that was expired that you found on shelves, you throw in there. And then, like every you know whatever day a week, that vendor would come to the store, delivery guy or whoever would like record how much shit you had that's expired. And then the grocery store would get like you know twenty percent of the item cost back, back refunded back to him or whatever.
3: And then it just so went we were to told the we had to keep after everything. That or what?
1: Then it goes to wherever. Yeah, then it would get dumped out or thrown away or whatever. Huh. And I never, I don't know who did that job. That was never me. I assume the housekeeping yeah. guys had to do that, but yeah. it was very weird. Yeah. So you do, we had a cart back there, just stock full of just expired shit and you just let it sit. Mm. The grossest or the, the grossest part of that job was the goddamn, like, like stocking the milk cooler was gross to me because yeah. there's always one that's leaking. Yeah. So yeah. there's always milk dripping from somewhere. Right. And, and that gross me out. Ranted. Yes. That mm-hmm. would gross me out. Or you'd like be grabbing gallons and putting them on the shelves and sliding them forward. And then, like, when you're done, you'd have, like, milk on one hand and, like, some grimy shit from the rack on the other hand. And yeah. you fucking, you've got, you're standing in a puddle of milk and you're like, what the fuck is this?
0: Wow. <laughs> All for a part-time
1: job. You yeah, know, just, yeah. and it's not hard work, right? Like, I'm not whining, like, oh, it was hard. It's not hard. It's just, you look at yourself standing there and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. It's a part-time gig. Yeah. If you can't get a job doing anything else, then it's work. You have to do it. It's money. Mm-hmm. But for an optional job, I, that's when I was like, I I don't have to be doing this. Yeah. I mean, you know.
2: Fuck that so, riding lawnmower.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was saving up for at the time. So I, uh, I did it for exactly a month. And I... Um, I, I would just do it. On, I, I did it like I would do like one weeknight a week. Yeah. Like they would schedule me for like a Thursday night from like five to nine, and then I would do like a weekend day, like Saturday, you know, eight to four or whatever. That was my kind of what I did. Um, so yeah, I did it for a month. At the end of that month, I got to, I had a, I had a, a weeknight shift from like five four to nine or whatever it was, or five to five to ten, and uh, yeah, like nine ten o'clock at night, whatever time I got off, I was the only dairy guy left in the in the store uh, from dairy, went upstairs. Fucking put my stuff, uh, took off my little apron and my name tag, put it on the dairy manager's desk. <laughs> I grabbed a piece of paper off his desk, took one of his pens and wrote right on, right on the fucking paper. Hey, Rick, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have to, this is gonna have to be my last shift. I had something come up. I can't work anymore. Wow. Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah>. Didn't <laughs> even give him the two weeks. No, nope, oh, I was wow. done, dude. Yeah. God damn. Left the note on the desk, walked out. Never saw him again. Mm. Wow. So as I'm guessing they didn't have trouble replacing me. I mean,
2: yeah. any high no, school kid, probably. I suppose. Yeah, they probably right? got someone to fill your shoes.
1: But I felt weird going into that, and I, saw, I, and I didn't. I avoided that going into that grocery store for like six months after that, because <laughs> you don't want to run into somebody you used to work with. Hey, right? Rick, how you doing, yeah, buddy? Like, yeah, like, Larry would see me and be like, oh, aren't you the asshole that fucking left and never left left a notice? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. So I just avoided it, but... Right. Anyway, that was a <laughs> shitty job. It wasn't as bad as your guys' is, obviously, but oh. just shitty because it was an optional job, right? Like, yeah. So... If it's optional, I don't want to have to do anything I don't want to do. Right. Otherwise I wouldn't have the job.
3: Right. So Yeah. Yeah. For an optional job, That's I think
1: dairy stocking for you. Yeah. Back in those
3: days, a great optional job would have been like working at a record store or something. Yeah. Where, right. You know, right.
1: Or uh, like collating paper. Like, hey, right. <laughs> take one from each like, stack, staple it, and put it on this table. Done. Uh, done. I can Put do on that. headphones and do it. Yeah. That's yeah. a great part-time gig. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What was your what's the one you want to throw out?
2: How about uh how about ground support for an aerial crop sprayer?
1: Whoa! Mm. <laughs> so ground support makes it sound exciting. Yeah, you know,
2: was it? That was my official title. Was ground support?
3: I
1: bet you had a radio
3: too. No. What? No. You didn't so get to talk to the pilot.
2: No, there is one plane, um, and this was sun up to sundown, all fucking summer long. So I get my ass to the airport. He has, like, this whole list of, of farms that he has to hit that day. So he'd be like, okay, Chad, we, we need, uh, for the first trip here, I need five gallons of tiller and two and a half gallons of blah, 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 and da-da-da, da da some of this, some of that. I'd go out to this big vat out back behind the airport, carrying these two and a half gallon jugs of tiller and all this, you know, pesticide and herbicide, whatever the fuck that shit is. Wow. Dumping it into the bucket dumping all that stuff, following his recipe, filling it up with water. Then that's connected to a fucking pump that pumps the chemical into the plane. So I go on, I take the hose, go to the plane, undo the, the fucking flange, whatever the fuck it's called, hook up the hose, go back, turn it on, pump the plane full of that shit, get it done, go back. He goes, he flies around, I sit in the airport, and then the delivery truck comes. And they got pallets full of this, this fucking shit that I have to use. So I have to go then and run out to the Bobcat. <laughs> like, yeah i drove a bobcat
3: i'm having a hard time picturing that. i
2: drove a fucking bobcat so wow. i'm getting that fucker and i'm like driving that thing around and then you have to lift the forks up high enough to to clear the back of the semi right mm-hmm. and this stuff is heavy i mean we're talking huge 50 gallon totes of liquid, yeah sure. mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you get that in there and you have to be really careful you have to mm-hmm. tilt it just you have to tilt it back just enough mm-hmm back up and as soon as you clear that you better start dropping it down because you can tip forward you mm, know yeah. even though a bobcat is sturdy as fuck and has a lot of weight in the back those are some heavy ass fucking mm-hmm. pallets right then i gotta go and take that pallet bring it back to the warehouse put it where he tells me all the shit has to go and it's like i wasn't that great at driving a fucking bobcat so i'm like <laughs> running into shit <laughs> taking me like three or four different tries to to get it maneuvered in, in yeah. the little place it has to go and then i hear this brrr, i'm like fuck he's coming back already I go back and I wait for him, and he tells me, okay, this time we need, you know, 10 gallons of tiller and blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure this was all like OSHA
3: approved equipment you were using. Oh, no, not even. (laughs) Not even.
2: And then, to make matters worse, I had to deal with, so I answered the phone when he was up on the plane. And then I had to deal with the farmers that would come in, and because the, they had to bitch about something, because maybe he forgot to do the plane or he was behind schedule or whatever. I'm the guy that gets to put up with the angry fucking farmers.
3: Yeah, and they're such nice guys, right? Yeah. Really
2: nice. These guys yeah. are really, real, real peachy fuckers. So they come in and they're bitching and griping and moaning. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'll just, I'll, I'll take down your information. I'll, I'll let him know when he
3: gets back and I'll see this stuff. face. High school kid, fuck right. off. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Right.
2: So I did that, I think I did that two summers, and I worked with one guy that was just a cranky old fucking bastard son of a bitch prick ass.
0: (laughs) Tell us how you (laughs) really feel.
2: My God, he was a grumpy old fucker. I think that's where I get it. After working (laughs) two summers with him. Yeah, Yeah, but you've
3: been a grumpy old fucker since you were 20, so. And I did this when I was 20. All right, there you go. Yeah, Yeah. like
2: 18, 18, so I did it, I think the summer before I went to college, and I did it that first summer after college. Wait, you went back? i had to i needed a fucking summer job
3: wow yeah.
2: yeah i mean i made i made decent money i mean it was more than five bucks an hour i can't remember what i got paid but i mean it, it was decent money because of all the fucking hours i mean sun up to sundown all yeah. goddamn summer long holy fuck i was not
3: a happy camper i wonder I wonder how, know how, many, many, I how much days. chemical shit
1: you breathe oh in my and god fucking yeah inhaled and got on yeah. your hands and then you wiped right, your face right. and yeah. yeah i'm sure you probably Jeez. weren't
3: even wearing gloves right
2: not all the time, no. Uh, yeah, right.
3: Because yeah. it's hot out.
2: Right. You know, it was. Yeah. Why, guessing, why,
3: yeah. why? Why? Why be safe? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. When it's hot Yeah. No. I. I did no, the same I shit. I did.
2: Yeah. I did for like the powder stuff, like the liquid stuff. I wouldn't wear a mask or anything, but they had some like boxes of powder that you have to dump into that vat along with oh. the water and stuff. So I mean, that or these big bags, not boxes, but these big bags. You'd slit those open with a fucking utility knife and dump them all in there. And the cloud of dust would to, come yeah, up. Yeah, cloud of dust oh. comes up. so bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, you're just yeah. a walking fucking.
2: Yeah, get home and I just got fucking disaster, dust all over my shirt and all over my arms, oh. and, and you're all like sweaty, and yeah, and all sweaty and just all grimy and stuff. And You're sitting, yeah, there. and you're itching your face and you know whatnot on oh, your dude, eyes, and, just yeah. not
1: safe. Holy
3: shit! Yeah, yeah, wow, that was. A yeah, fun one. I mean, along those same lines, you and I had a a, a similar career path because it's North Dakota, right? You're gonna work yeah. for farmers. Yeah, <clears throat> I made um the. The covers that go over grain trucks, you know, those big vinyl covers that keep all the grain from blowing out when they're going down the highway. Yeah. That job. <laughs> okay. So, we, we, the guy who owned the company bought an old uh, high school and went after it, after they sent their kids somewhere else, I guess. So, you've got the entire gymnasium. You take this canvas that's maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 feet wide. And you roll it out to however long it needs to be, somewhere between, you know, 30 and 40 feet. <clears throat> and then you lay it down so that it's, it's wide enough in 10-foot chunks. So let's say you need 40 feet, right? You're laying out four uh, pieces of canvas. Then you got to put on knee pads, get down on your knees with a piece of chalk, mark out where it needs to be sewn, and they have, oh, like, wow. um, they have blueprints, that you're supposed to follow, right? So you've got the blueprint in your hand, you've got the piece of chalk, you're down on your knees, you're marking out where it needs to be sewn. And then you carry, then you pick up all this shit, take it over to a lady at a sewing machine. She sews it. You go start on the very next one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And God. it was that for eight hours a day, all summer long. Oh. That was one of my um, summer jobs between... Um, One semester of college, you know, then summer break. Mm -hmm. Um, That was what I did, eight hours a day.
2: Oh my god! Yuck!
3: Yeah, and that oh, that place was so crazy too, because everybody there was broke. I mean, this job paid next to nothing. Yeah, and um, we were all getting tired of eating bologna sandwiches every day for lunch, so we decided to start uh, a lunchtime um, pool. And so it was when it was your turn, you cooked for 20 people and brought it with you. And then you didn't have to do it again for 20 days. Right. But it was a lot of like, oh, I'm just going to get enough hamburger helper. (laughs) to feed 20 people (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh Oh. man so i mean but again the reason i i wouldn't say that was the worst job i've ever had is because you know you're working with a couple other people and you get to bs while you're doing all of it and there was the camaraderie that you built you know payday comes you go hit the bar i think i was i think i had just turned 21 i would hope so if you're going to the bar right yeah because i never drank before i was 21 no no that's illegal Yeah. yeah yeah and Especially it was in so north
1: dakota with nothing to do you wouldn't drink right no, yeah no. and it was so funny because
3: it was the first time i ever met an actual official pothead like oh. he would wake and bake before he got to work um 15 minute break he'd go out and sit in his car smoke a penchy. lunch would come he'd roll just this like bob marley joint smoke that over our half hour lunch break next 15 minute break he's got his penchy out again And I mean, this guy was baked all day long, but hilarious. Oh my God. And he giggled like a little high school (laughs) girl. (laughs) So you'd tell a joke and you could hear, no matter where you were in this high school, you could hear this guy giggling like a little school girl. (laughs) So, I mean, there was some fun parts of it too, but yeah, pretty shit job. Yeah. It doesn't sound
2: like something I'd enjoy at all.
1: Your back yeah. had to just be killing you. Oh yeah, yeah. The... even when I was young.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. god. And oh, I remember um, they tried to talk me into coming on full time, like leaving school to come Jesus and do this Christ. job because apparently I was good at There's it.
1: There's a future in this, son, right? Yeah. And
3: their big selling point was, um, <laughs> do you know tunnel covers for pickups? Yeah. So the then it was AgriCover was the company, and then they make the Access Tunnel Covers. So if you ever oh. see a tunnel cover on a pickup, chances are it's going to say Access on it. Gotcha. And that was their big selling point to try to get me to leave school and come work full time gotcha. was that I could move up. Move up and do To those. making yeah. access tunnel covers.
0: Mm. God <laughs> oh.
2: damn. Do you uh, rue the day that you said that? Oh, them?
3: yeah. I, <laughs> every, every day. Every morning I wake yeah. up. Every time I see a pickup go by with an access tunnel cover on it, I'm like, yeah. That, that could have been, been, me. been <laughs> I, mean, I
1: could have been on my knees chalking that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet you'd have gotten a deep discount on those covers, though. Uh, oh, yeah. Put cool one yeah. on your truck. But then yeah. again, you probably wouldn't have a nice truck if you're making Speaking- seven fifty an hour
3: in 2018. Speaking of that. Yeah. Yes, you did you could get you could get one for free sure. if you had a pickup you could get a free sure. one and this this kid that i worked with not the stoner another like 16 year old high school dropout kid um bought a pickup got his free tunnel cover and he turned the bed of his pickup into like a dump truck so you could lift the bed and dump it like a dump truck and i was like why in the hell do you need that he looks at me just straight faced stealing grain I'm like, what? Yeah, I go out to grain bins, I load up my truck with grain, then I take it to the elevator and I sell it.
1: I'm like, are you fucking kidding Jesus me? Christ.
3: <laughs> so that was his little side hustle was yeah, stealing yeah. grain. Wow. Yeah.
1: Huh. Oh, that sounds like a shitty job. Yeah.
3: That was a, you guys have yeah. got me
1: beat up and down on this in this game, man. You guys have done some shitty jobs. Well wow. it's mm.
3: Yeah, and again, it's just part of growing up well, in North no, Dakota, know, where yeah. agriculture it's, is what yeah, drives right, that state. Right, unless right. you're in Fargo, right? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And when you're the low man on the totem pole of agriculture work, you're doing shit like pulling weeds by hand and right. fucking yeah, like or cleaning out the silage pit or and farmer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: Jesus. Yeah.
1: Huh. You guys
2: ever had to do any temp work, like for a temp agency? Uh, I did sort of thing. I did
1: for a month. Oh
2: god, yeah. that stuff. I never had temp.
3: to do that. I never had to do that, but I've hired guys that work there, and that sucks too (laughs) i bet it does yeah yeah those temp
2: agencies man
1: i yeah that's a rough that's a rough gig
2: yeah i had one that uh they give you like no training too and i just felt like the world's biggest jackass my job was to work i don't remember what the job title was but i basically had to drive to downtown minneapolis pay for my own parking worked at the hilton up in the uh, office
3: you had to pay for your own
2: parking i had to pay for my own parking (laughs) That'll so rip. enjoy your I, paycheck. So I drive downtown. I'm fighting traffic. It was a Monday through Friday, nine to five. I'm fighting traffic. Great I pay hours, for parking. though. Yeah. And then I, I go up into this fucking office. And basically, I stand there and wait for someone to come in and ask me to fax something or make copies. Oh, you were the copy boy. I was the copy boy.
3: How many times before it got super old did somebody walk in and you go, making copies?
2: I didn't even do that once. I was <laughs> hating my life so much
0: when I was doing that. <laughs>
2: And you know, i i was I was barely clearing. Considering the parking I had to pay for, I was barely clearing probably two or three dollars an hour yeah. oof, doing it. And after after like a week of that, and it, you just get and you get berated. Oh, I bet. Oh, I'm sure. My yeah. God, yeah. it's like yeah. they don't train you. I didn't know how to send a fucking fax. The right. first time I had to fucking send a fax was I learned on the job. I mean, yeah. some old fucking rickety old bitch walks in right and she's all fucking highfalutin and look at me i can afford a room at the fucking hilton and i'm a businesswoman i need you to fax this stat yeah right stat. and i'm like jesus christ and, was, and of course it's not like one page it's this whole big fucking booklet right. of shit that she has to fax somewhere. right and this is back when they have fax and there's no right. email or anything like right that. right, don't, right. Don't scan it to right. a pdf and email it yeah so i'm trying to figure out how to fucking fax this thing with this broad over my shoulder just yipping at me and I'm, yeah. i was you know You want to turn around and say, look, if you know what the fuck to do, why don't you just get your rickety old ass over here and do it yourself? I'm trying. (laughs) You're getting paid
3: three bucks an hour to do it. Right. That's right. That's true. I was
2: getting paid three bucks an hour to do it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That lasted about a week. And I'm Mm. like, fuck this noise. And I go to the temp agency. I'm like, do you guys have anything else? Yeah. We got a, we got a job at the crown plaza. (laughs) Oh, what's that? Well, doing office support. Fuck you! <laughs> if I didn't want to do it at the fucking Hilton, I'm not going to want to do it at the Crown Plaza or the fucking
1: Hyatt or right, the Radisson. Right. God right. damn you. Yeah, temp work's yeah. rough because no, not only do you not get any training, but you you get treated like a second-class citizen by the permanent oh, employees, absolutely. too. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. they expect yeah, you're only going to
1: be there a week. They don't yeah. even bother to get to know you because they're yeah, like, why? he's a temp. We don't yeah. know a fuck about him.
2: I held doors. Yeah. I did a whole one. One part of that temp agency, I held. A, I opened doors for a fucking hotel. I might yeah. been the
3: Hilton too. You might be a
2: little bit overqualified for that. Yeah, Jim. stand out front, open a fucking door. And this mm. is after. Yeah, this is when I first moved to Minneapolis. So I had a four year degree in fucking <laughs> psychology. <laughs> did you major. at least get tipped? No, not really. Really? No. Wow. No, I mean a couple bucks here and there, but it, again, yeah. it didn't offset the fucking parking.
3: No. Wow. God damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was bullshit. Hmm. Yeah, I think probably the best, well, it's still, a, it's a shit job, but absolutely the best shit job I ever had. Um, you remember when uh, at the Mall of America, they had all the bars up on the mm-hmm. fourth floor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Little Diddy's was the yeah. bar where they had the dueling pianos. Yeah. yeah. And I was a bar back Oh, there. no kidding. Yeah. And so all night long, your job is to um, <clears throat> get in the freight elevator. Yeah. Go down into the bowels of the Mall of America, yep. which smell like bowels. Yep. And this is coming from a guy who's literally smelt the inside of somebody's bowels. Right. <laughs> it smelled terrible down there. Yeah. Um, grab as many cases of beer as you can.
0: Yeah.
3: Get back on the elevator, go yeah. up, and then you're, you're literally carrying two three cases of beer on each shoulder yeah. and taking them on you know the little girl the girls in the oh, short yeah. skirts and yeah. tight tops and yeah. filling up their bar containers yeah. and making sure the mm-hmm. bar is stocked yeah but uh, so I mean, it was a terrible job. It was backbreaking. Like right. even as a young guy in shape, yeah, I would come home from that just dragging ass. And then right. I, that was my second job, so I'd have to get oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm working until three in the morning. I'm getting up right. at six, seven o'clock to go to my next job. Right, right. Yeah. Um. But oh man, yeah. If you could do that for a while, you can make some money. There was nights in there where, um, you know, every, all the bartenders and barmaids have to tip tip out at the end of the night. Yeah. And there was some nights I'm putting three four hundred bucks cash in my pocket at the end of the night. That's you know not taxed or any. I mean I'm sorry I I paid my I I claimed it yeah. It's Like owning a long yeah yeah. Yeah. And then you get your so you're doing that you're getting you know on weeknights you're maybe getting a hundred bucks, but weekends you're getting three four hundred bucks a night.
1: That's really good cash. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Jesus. And uh, um, but it just and then you get your paycheck. Yeah. Because you're making like, because right. you're technically a waiter, so they can pay you less. Right, right. Mm. So you're getting like three dollars and fifteen cents an yeah. hour. So you get yeah. your paycheck, and you're like, "The hell am I gonna do with this? Right. This is terrible." <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I but can that buy was, a case
2: of beer with it. <laughs> right.
3: But that was my, um, that was my wake up call. Like earlier, I said, "But you know, you're the one getting paid to do it." That was my wake up call for that because I would just bitch about you know having to sweep up and mop up after all these drunks and stuff and they're like the lady who was my manager was like um you took this job that's yeah. what this entails yeah so i don't understand why you're bitching about it these guys are out here having a good time some of them have too much of a good time they puke on the floor you clean it up you knew the deal when you took the job shut up yeah 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 So it was a good life lesson. Yeah, you know, if you're getting paid, if you took the job, shut up and put your head down and do it.
1: Go find something else if you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: I think best
2: shitty job I had was fucking Domino's pizza delivery boy. You were fucking a Domino's pizza
3: delivery boy, and you got paid for it. Did you say
2: boy? Did he like it? Yeah.
3: So he was into it. Yeah, totally loved it. it. Wow. Yeah. Huh?
2: What? I didn't know that was a job.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it totally was a job. (laughs) Was was it getting filmed? Was it porn? Or are you? Yeah, it was filmed. Yeah. Oh, then it's pornography. You're not a yes. prostitute. Okay. No,
2: yeah. I'm a I'm a porn star. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so you already, Domino's. You, already know, you already know what I did, so I guess that's that.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed pizza delivery. I did pizza delivery yeah, too. I kind of laughed. I did the delivery. I wasn't getting fucked by him. Yeah. Yeah. I did the delivery piece. Eric, Eric is losing his shit over yeah. here.
3: Oh man, you broke me! I should have said, I should have
2: said, oh boy, being a pizza Domino's pizza delivery. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, fucking (laughs) Domino's. I
3: I loved it when you. By the way, I loved it when you were a Domino's pizza delivery boy.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I could deliver a pie to you, and then we just drank beer. Right. Right. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not that bad of a gig. I mean, aside from getting called pizza boy all the time, that sucked. But man you fucking you, you wait for those long runs you can have the smokers yep, yep. you know so you get in your car you can smoke a cigarette because it's far enough out and blah 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 and i was smoking like a chimney back in those days you know and it's you spend so much time in your car mm-hmm. yeah. it's like you're listening to the music you want to listen to when yep. it was slow it kind of sucked because then you had to hang out with some of the boneheads but i actually was pretty lucky i worked with some pretty decent guys there are yeah. a couple of boneheads in the in the crew but yeah wasn't bad and then sometimes, you know, not three or four hundred bucks. I never cleared that in tips. Right. But I think you know, I think the most I got one night was about 150 dollars in mm. tips. That's you know, a pretty good night. scratch. So that's not bad. Yeah. But plus it was they didn't pay us less, it was actually minimum wage.
3: Oh nice. Yeah. yeah. So Which back then was like five fifteen an hour. Five twenty five. Ooh. Go hmm. fuck yourself. Yeah. Dimes. Exactly. <laughs> actually it might yeah. have been
1: five fifteen. I don't
2: know what it was. <laughs> it was. barely clear in five bucks an hour, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But you did that too, JB, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. No, I'm not going to use that as an example of a shitty job. I, yeah, but no, I've done I've I did delivery for for a couple of years. I no, it's it's not a terrible gig. I I did it in a town of twelve thousand people, so I don't know. It might suck doing it like in Minneapolis or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I've never done it in a big city. S- in a smaller town. It's not a bad gig, really. I because yeah. you know where everything is. You know, in a right. small town, you know where you're going, and you know, you know. after oh, I'm doing the house. Yeah, you know the streets, you know in and out, and mm-hmm. you get to know what area you know, get to know the area and stuff. So. And the cool th- kind of the cool thing about that job too that I liked was you get the regulars like you just alluded to. So, you know, you would know when that address orders, fuck, they never tip. Yeah. So then you gotta find a way to stick that yeah. to your buddy, right? Because yeah. there'd be two drivers on, you know, or right. whatever. So it's a Friday night, so you'd be you'd come back for deliveries, he'd be out for deliveries and you'd be like, hmm, I gotta take one of those two. Which one usually screws people? I'll take so that. This one. is the stiff yeah. run. I'm yep. not taking the stiff and run. And you would know because yeah. some yeah. addresses you know they never tip. Right. Or you go to certain addresses and they always bitch about the time you got there, even if it was fucking got there in 17 minutes they'd still bitch about how long it took or whatever right. you know there's always the, you know the same people that complain all the time
2: so speaking of tipping did you find this to be the case whenever you would go to a ritzy part of town mm-hmm. odds were about 50 50 that you'd get a decent tip mm-hmm. or you wouldn't get a tip at all yeah whenever you went to a trailer park you were guaranteed a tip yep no it wasn't doubt. always a great no, no. tip but you were
3: guaranteed a yep. tip for sure that's okay. why the rich are rich they hang on to their money right yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: well the, plus i mean a lot of people in the trailer parks are the ones that are also they're probably waitresses and they, they know that, that people job are sure. off of sure. tips.
1: Yeah. yeah the working class knows what it's like not to get tips when your fucking income is yeah. right halfway yep. based on tips yeah. Yeah. absolutely the wealthy folks who and i'm not god am i generalizing but if you never had to do a job like that you're like fuck this guy i don't give a fuck yeah you right he right.
3: should have applied himself yeah right. <laughs> right. right 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 yeah oh, put my myself god.
2: through college you fucking prick yeah right
3: right uh
1: Huh. All right. Yeah, yeah. When he,
3: when Chad was a <clears throat> Domino delivery driver, and then also Damon, who we alluded to before, was a Domino delivery driver. So we'd call and order a pizza, and then I think you must have had a cell phone at the time. They must have just been coming out or something. But anyway, Maybe. we'd we'd let them know that. When they are on their way with the pizza, there was a liquor store right outside of our apartment building. Oh, yeah, that's right. but Bottles we were too lazy. Jugs. Yeah, we were too lazy to walk three flights down the stairs <laughs> right, and go get, and get beer. The, so yeah. we'd have them stop and grab a 12 pack on the way up. Yeah, on the way up. that's and genius. Then I don't know if you ever. I know you stopped and like had a smoke or maybe a piece of pizza with us, but Damon would actually sit down and have a beer. Yeah, and eat a slice of pizza. I think I a might cigarette. have done
2: that a couple times, but I certainly didn't make a habit of it. Yeah, because I wanted to get back and get more runs and get more. T- Tips. Right. Yeah. yeah.
3: You were a go-getter.
2: I was a go-getter. Yeah. Look so where that I got sprig. you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, there's good shit jobs and there's bad shit no, jobs. No, there is. There is. Yeah. There is. Yeah, um, yeah I've, I've loved almost... I would say 90% of the jobs I've had, I've really liked. Yeah. It's just, I was always trying to better myself and and go somewhere else. But yeah, that telemarketing one, I can definitely, or telesurveying, whatever. Yeah. I can definitely put into the garbage category. That was terrible. Yeah.
1: I had a job real quick that I did, uh, just an example of a shitty job that didn't require any physical labor, really. So when I got out of high school uh, and I went between high school and my freshman year of college, you know, I wanted to be a cop, of course, I got myself a, a contract security gig. Uniform security guard got a job. And, um, I, went, I applied for the place and I went up there and did the interview and when I was there doing the interview, they had, you know, all this shit hanging on the walls that made me feel like it was a cool job and it was garbage. Now, looking back and being Knowing the industry, I would have been like, "God, I'm not working here." <laughs> but when you're 18 years old and you see all the handcuffs on the wall and hanging up, and you're like, ooh, man, yeah. action!" Right? Action. Yeah. So uh, went through their like their train. I had to go through like defensive tactics training with them, which was which was was a farce. But at the time, I thought it was real deal, like good shit. And um, and they just did the training like right in their, right in their office. It, it was a, it was a joke. <sighs> but um, anyway, my first my first gig. So they give you the uniform. Uh, they, uh, they had armed accounts and unarmed accounts. Okay. So my first, I worked there for two summers in school. So my first summer I was unarmed and my second summer I got an armed gig. I went and got my, I went through the firearm string. I was carrying a gun my second summer, Mm -hmm. but my first summer, the very first account they gave me was, uh, and for local folks, you'll have an idea what I'm talking about. Not local, just imagine. So my first gig was at a Tom Thumb convenience store in North Minneapolis. It was like 28th and Penn. Or wow. 30, 31st and Penn or something. Mm. And for folks that aren't local, that's our... I mean, that's the bad part of town. When it comes to Minneapolis, that's where you don't want to be. Yeah. Um, so I'm from Farmington, Minnesota. You know? It's a white, stocky kid with buzz head. Good luck. And I'm going to put on this security uniform with a shiny silver star. Right. And it was a black shirt and black pants and black boots. So you already look like you're trying to be that guy. Right. Mm. The shiny silver badge. And it was an unarmed account. But I didn't know you know right out of high school i didn't know minneapolis i didn't know what north minneapolis i knew that that was a rough area but i didn't know the details right. and so i had this old shitty cavalier it was like an it was like an 88 cavalier you know it was <laughs> sometimes it started sometimes it didn't the, you know the driver's window would roll up like halfway and not roll up because i was broke and i was just i was before i even went to college you know yeah, right uh-huh. out of high school and um so yeah, I would drive up to this convenience store. So I was living in Farmington, drive to North Minneapolis to this Tom Thumb store. So drive through the hood to get there. It's in the hood. Drive through the hood to get there. Park in the parking lot in my shitty red beat up Cavalier. And I would, my job was to stand in this convenience store and one, deter theft and criminal activity. Sure. And then two, if something happened, I was supposed to deal with it. Right. right. I was 18. Yeah. So I would stand. And so as I stated, this was an unarmed account. And. Even on the armed accounts, these guys wouldn't give you a vest, a ballistic vest. Sure. If you wanted one, you had to go buy it yourself. Yeah. But they paid $7 an hour. So if you want a vest, you better just hope you're getting one from somewhere else because you can't afford it with 7 of right. an hour. yeah. Especially in those days. That was, you know, years and years ago. Now, 19 years ago. Uh, so, yeah, I would stand in this convenience store from like 4 p.m. And the store would close at like midnight. So from 4 p.m. to midnight, the only symbol of authority inside that <laughs> store was me. 18 mm. year old kid, white kid with a buzzed head and a security guard uniform. I had a mag light flashlight and a radio.
3: Wow. That was yeah. it. Yeah. And the
1: radio, if I, that went to our dispatch center, which was in Brooklyn center, which is let's, you know, maybe a half hour away. But when you would, if you had trouble, you would have to radio to dispatch one, you better hope that the person dispatching isn't a complete idiot and is actually listening to the radio because yeah, right? right. they have to get your call on the radio. Right. Yeah. And then what they would do is they would dispatch a, a patrol officer, one of our guys in a car, who would drive to the site and help you. So oh, they're so, an hour away. They, absolutely. Yeah. So this company would have like one quote unquote, ar- or uh, um mobile patrol officer in a, in one of their cars and he would be responsible for like all of Minneapolis. And there'd Jesus be another guy all Christ. over. All so yeah, so if I ever had issues, I would call dispatch on my radio and be like, ah, this is Justin. I'm about to be killed. And she would get on the radio and call the mobile guy who would have to come and help me. And then usually the mobile guys were like sergeants. Yeah. But yeah, he could have been in, you know, he could have been and I, I don't mean this being so local, but he could have been on, you know, in Edina or on the south, very south end of Minneapolis on an account. Mm. And I call for help. He's my hes my backup. I didn't have anyone yeah. else. Yeah. Outside of him, it was just Minneapolis Police Department. And for them to come, she would have to call them. I couldn't call them directly. Wow. Because I, you know, I didn't have a cell phone. And God forbid you call the
3: cops. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: So she would have to call Minneapolis PD for me and tell them where I am and what's going on. And I got to wait for them to get there.
3: God damn um, Meanwhile, you're getting your head kicked. Oh, out. yeah.
1: So. It wasn't a shitty job for the work I had to do because literally I just stood there. Yeah. Like like once an hour, I would have to walk outside and like check the back door to make sure it wasn't like new signs of somebody trying to break in overnight or whatever. Yeah. And then I would stand there all shift and there would be one cashier behind the counter and people would come in and out and it was a terrible neighborhood. So you get what you get. And um, I got a lot of dirty looks. A lot of dirty looks
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, a lot of snide comments yeah but it, that's the job it's like you said if you don't want the job don't do it right yeah. so and i wanted the job and i wanted to be a cop and i in my in my head i told myself this is great experience and yeah. you know what it was because that's the inv- that's an environment where you learn how to f- that's where you learn how to talk to people yeah right because and that kind of goes back a little bit to what you said before like in that situation if you're a guy who wants to kick everyone's ass You are not going to last in that job. No. Because no one in that neighborhood likes you. Yeah. One, because of what you look like. But two, because of the job you're doing. Right. You're the one symbol of authority in that store. And they know you're just a security guard. They know. Yeah. And they know you don't have a gun, right? (laughs) They know you're not a cop. So what am I going to do? I've got a flashlight and a radio. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was intimidating as shit. And it was more intimidating at night because we had to close the store down. So the one guy behind the counter and me. So I would go lock the front doors. He would count on all the money and put it in the safe like underneath the counter. And then we would have to leave the store and he'd get in his car and I'd get my car and we'd leave. Well
3: provided your start. That's a date well (laughs) that's a
1: dangerous time because when you leave the store, all the people in the neighborhood know you're closing. They know there's a safe in there. They know where the money is, and they know that the guy who works by the counter knows how to get in the safe. Yeah. yeah. So leaving was always an event. Yeah. Right?
0: Because
1: it was always a thing where I would tell him, like, hey, I'll go, I'm going to go hang out in the parking lot, you know, it's like 10 minutes before we close. I would kind of just go stand in front of the outside doors to make sure that there's not a group of four dudes, you know, standing outside the door or whatever. Mm, right. So he would finish up. He'd shut the lights off. We'd go out the door. I would stand there while he locked the door. There's like two locks on the on the glass pull doors. And we would walk to the side of the parking lot, in the dimly lit parking lot, of course. And uh, he'd get in his beater car because he was probably getting paid the same as I was, if not less. Sure. Yeah. Um, and this dude was like, he was like in his late 40s. I, don't, I, I wish I'd have... I wish I'd have had the ability to converse with people like i do now i was really quiet and kind of shy because i was 18 mm. um but i'd love to know his backstory like i'd yeah. love to see him today and be like what were you doing working there right at that age like what are you
3: yeah.
1: um but yeah like, you
3: know what i had three kids to well feed. and that's exactly what yeah. he would have said yeah yeah
1: but yeah he got in his car and left and i'd get my old cavalier and leave no and there were a couple times where i would turn the key fuck and there's no cell phones so right. if it doesn't start yeah uh, yeah I- what am i gonna go to the house next door and ask to please use their phone right and that asshole that worked behind the counter he would never stay till we got my car (laughs) he would get in his car and just leave Get the fuck out he's gone he doesn't want to hang out after dark at that place yeah so there were a couple times where i was like fucking please start please
3: please please. Because what am i gonna do please right Mm -hmm.
1: What i know what i had done i'd have got on my radio and called dispatch be like hey i'm gonna need but uh no it always always started that you know that cavalier lasted but yeah i did that job for a whole summer at that account
0: yeah.
2: And so, wow. like
1: four days a week, I was doing that. Wow. And uh, it was, uh, I had some moments there that that you start to think to yourself, man, it, I'm here because they let me be here. Right. You know, and that's, and mm-hmm. this isn't a race thing. This is just a difference in neighborhoods and a difference oh, yeah. in culture. Yeah. It's just, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah.
3: Um. And yeah, you're right. You were there because they let you be there. And right. since you weren't that guy that was like, mess with anything in here, I'm right. going to kick your ass. You're probably like, yeah, it's just him. Right. He's fine.
1: Yeah. You better know how to treat people because you start you start exchanging dirty looks with these guys, you know, because these dudes walking in, you know, and this is the neighborhood. So guys in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, they grew up their entire life in the hood. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been in like one fist fight my whole life and it was in like seventh grade. Yeah.
3: And they'd, so- have, <laughs> they'd have no problem finding 10 <laughs> right. of their buddies to right. come and talk right. yeah. Yeah. And I
1: don't who knows how many guns came in and out of that store and waistbands. I have no idea. Right. I was just a mm-hmm. you know, security guard. Wow. So i just stand by the counter, just watch people shop.
3: Yeah. I was a, <laughs> I was a, when I was young, I was... Twenty one, I was a bouncer at a oh, bar yeah. and uh,
2: yeah, same in kind of game yeah. Hillview,
3: Hillview, the Hillview Hideout, yeah, um, and it was I mean it was whatever job you know I I'd bartend fun, no, I bartend weeknights know. and then bounce yeah. on the weekends yeah. Yeah. and um, but there was a there's the Dakota Riders are a motorcycle club in in North Dakota okay, and they had this big dude seven seven feet tall I mean yeah. at least in my memory yeah. he was seven feet tall yep. Yeah. Built like a brick shit house, yeah. And uh, he taught me a lesson in humility because he came in one night and he's like, "Oh, you're bouncing now, huh?" I'm like,
0: yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he picked me up literally off the floor, yeah. by my shirt, yeah. and was like, "What are you gonna do if I decide to go wild tonight?" Yeah. And I was like, um, "Probably give you a, the till and a six pack." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And he's like, right. "All right, we're gonna get along fine." Right. But like you say, you got to learn how to. Because if I'd have been like, oh fucking Kick your Try ass. Me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Good luck. Uh,
3: yeah, right. And yeah. then I'm not, not only do I have this guy who already can kill me with one right. hand, but all of his, his four motorcycle clubs sure. too. Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of work, man. It's not physically labor, it's not physically hard work, but it, uh, yeah, you learn some fucking great lessons at jobs like that. Seven right. bucks an hour. I've, I've never worked in an environment as, as intimidating as that job was, right? You know, even because you know, even at the jail, we're dealing with people who were actual criminals. You had officers all over the place that would come and help you if you had an issue. Yeah. Right. You, know, you can play hard ass at the jail if you want to because you've got backup everywhere. Yeah. Right. Position like that, like I was in, or like what you were in, you better learn how to deal with people because you're by yourself. Right. You know, that's it. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. We can cut it down. I just thought I'd throw that one out there as an example. Throw of it out there. Not necessarily backbreaking, but yeah. mentally strenuous. I bet yeah. it was. Yeah. Okay. Well thank you guys for having me. Thanks for driving you up it, man. Yeah. He lives two hours away, folks, and he makes the drive whenever we ask him. Oh, hour ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, I give you too much credit. <laughs> yeah, a little <laughs> too, too much chat. credit. And man. the way he drives
2: forty five minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. yeah. All right. Thank
1: you. Bye.